Jordan. This hey. is Heather. Yes. Sitting in the podcast room with <laughs> Pastor Matt. We have been doing some work this week on finalizing our summer plans. Yeah. And we want to make sure that you know what is happening ASAP. Everybody is so happy right now <laughs> that the sun is high in the it sky. It has been amazing. Well, besides today, it's Thursday and it's been rainy and cold, but... It's a fun thing to have a New England summer, and there is a sense in which we slow down a bit, sort of, with ministry stuff, but Mm -hmm. another sense in which all these other doors open for relational connections and rest and health. And so, what, we can just take a few minutes to catch them up on the flow of how things will roll out from mid-June all the way through the end of August. Just, you're not going to remember all this, but you'll start to get in your head Here's some of the highlights of gospel life at Seven Mile in a yeah. New England summer. Right. All right. Yep. So let's get started. Well, let's start with this Sunday, June 16th. Other than it being Father's Day, yes. what else is happening? So this Sunday, we're going to have Sergio and Ali and Gabe and Lena and Alma Massa and Sergio's mom all with us in the service. If you have no clue who that is, these are folks who were a part of Seven Mile Road eight, ten years ago, wow. who felt a crystal clear call to go overseas, Central African part of our world, to just be the light of Christ and to love people there and to do some, some gospel work over there. So they are back with us in the States for a few months doing fundraising, connecting with churches that are supporting them. And so they will be with us on Sunday. Uh, Sergio will get to introduce himself and his family and the basics of the work that they do during the kids' sermon time, and then we're going to give him the first 10, 12 minutes of the sermon itself to catch us up on the biggest gospel wins, gospel struggles in their work on the island. So that's coming up this Sunday, and if you're friends, you're going to get to see them. If you're not friends yet, you will get to make some friends on Sunday. Um, as they're with us. Please be moving toward them in love and welcome. Remember how exhausting it is to mm. to live overseas in that sense. And they're built for it, but it's still exhausting. And so a word of affirmation, of comfort, of introduction. Uh, I'm hoping that their hearts will be racing when they see. We don't even know half the people in this church. The Spirit is really at work in bringing people to the gospel here. And we're meeting family that we did not know that we had. Right. That would be sweet if that's the feel this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't met them. I don't think we've been in the part of the church for five years. And I don't know if they've been back. Have they been back? They've probably been about, years? it's about an every three to three and a half year yeah, cycle. So maybe I was having Jackson. I don't know. It could have been that exact weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. Well, we're really excited that they're coming. Uh, maybe I'll include... If we have a picture, we'll send it out in the weekly thing so you know who to expect. That may be helpful. Good. Awesome. All right. So moving from the 16th. So then the next week is the 23rd, and it's a normal Sunday in Melrose. Right. Some awesome teaching. And then June 30th is a big day. Yeah, that's going to be fun. A lot of fun stuff happening. Um, So first thing in the morning, um, we're going to have a Connections breakfast. Good. So we, if you have only been around for a few months or if you've been around for longer than that, but you really want to get deeper connected to the life of Seven Mile Road, um, the way to start doing that and embedding yourself deeper is Connections Breakfast. We have them um, a few times a year and it is the perfect setting to get some unrushed 
some uh, one-on-one time, small group setting with other new-ish people to Seven Mile Road right. and the pastors. Right. Um, you can ask any of your questions that you have because I'm sure you have them if you've been around for a little while. And um, yeah, just hear more about the church and how you can be a part of it and go deeper with us. We probably have t- over 20 folks. Yeah, like at least 25 to invite. Who we're, we are able to invite. So if that is yeah. you, you're new to Seven Mile Road, this place is going to become home for you. And you have not yet been to a Connections breakfast right. the last Sunday of June, hour before church, hour and a half. Yep. We'll do it at 830. 8.30. 8.30. 8.30 to 9.30. Come, we'll then, feed you. Yep. We'll answer any questions that you have. We'll watch your kids. We'll watch your kids if you have them. Yep. Yep. So... RSVP with me, Heather. Right. Just grab me on Sunday or respond to the email that will go out. Um, and we'll send specific emails, uh, personalized emails to you as well. So just make sure you let us know that you're coming so we have enough materials and delicious food for you that morning. Do it. So that's in the morning of the 30th. And then after the service, right. we have our volunteer appreciation lunch. You are um, totally messing with my TB12 diet on that day. <laughs> I know. Bagels, yeah. cream cheese, who knows what else for breakfast, and yeah, then... All the pastries. Well, at least you can control what you bring to the picnic, because right. that is one thing that you will need to prepare for. I think I'm on the fried chicken train for that day, though. <laughs> <I know. laughs> they had some delicious fried chicken last year with that hot honey. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so this year... So every year, we want to just get together as a church family, because the way that our church runs is... With volunteers, we have right. so many volunteers who give so generously of their time and their energy to make sure our church runs well. So we want to say thank you and just be together and just celebrate another year together um, and have a really fun afternoon at the Melrose Common together. It was awesome to do that last year, so we're going to make it an annual thing. And what are we providing? We, the church, will provide some drinks, some snacks, yep. and the slush. You're doing that again. Yep. All right. All the slush. It's so fun. I didn't... I've had slush before, I think, but we didn't call it slush. But now I know what it is, and everybody loves it. So we're going to do it. Um, So you will need to provide a simple picnic lunch for you and your family and a blanket or a chair, something for you guys to sit on, because we will be on the ground. And if you haven't been over there, it's two minutes from the church. It's a beautiful spot to have a big churchish picnic. Yeah. Basketball courts, a giant, awesome, wild playground for little ones, softball fields, and picnic benches underneath shade. Mm -hmm. So if you need to be in shade, you can get that too. Um, But yeah, the the church year has certain rhythms in New England, which includes um, going hard all the way through that last Sunday in the month of June. So that's why on this last June Sunday, we're doing this thank you Mm -hmm. for serving so hard this year. We try and give all the rest we can over the month of July for everybody to be breathing and enjoying it. And then toward mid-August, ramping back up for another church year together. So June 30th is a big day. Come early if you're new. We'll do our gospel thing and then plan on having lunch with us right after. Yeah, we do say volunteer appreciation. um, But if you are newer, newer, and you haven't joined the team, come on out. The more the merrier. It's going to be a really fun Cherry slush people. Like cotton candy. They had crazy flavors. Watermelon. We'll get some good ones. Um, So then moving from there in that same week, I think it's on the Thursday, July 4th. Yes. Coming around the corner really fast. We also call it the 4th of July. (laughs) 
uh, well, on that day, Independence Day. We call it that too. <laughs> we are um, going to go up to Miller's Common, go straight back where we were, and we're going to partner with the rec department. As part of our mission of living commitment, we serve our community. And one of those rhythms that we've set up throughout the year is to be present at the Melrose Bike Parade. So every year, the city of Melrose has this big bike parade for all the kids. They have wagons, they decorate their bikes, the wagons, they get all in the festive spirit. And they have a little parade around the common and then they have like a big field day, basically with like face painting and all these games and all this fun stuff. But um, there are no concessions, so it's always a really hot day, or it could be a really hot day. You never know. Summer's in New England. Right, right. Uh, and we just go, and we set up a tent, and we have bottled water, cold bottled water that we hand out, and we provide, and we're there. We're having conversations with people. It's a really fun time. <sighs> Last year, we had so many families come out to uh, serve, and it was unbelievable. Yeah. And some of our uh, best workers were our children and our students sure they made sure every single person on that common had a seven mile road sticker so uh so bring your families it's a total family serving day um it's really fun to participate come on out it's in the morning it's only like two hours so you still have the rest of your day um but it's a one of those ways that we um are present in our community and people know who we are and what we're about yeah we love Jesus and we love them, so we're going to be there and serve together. So that's that. Good. Mark that on your calendar. And then that Sunday uh, is the weekend of July 4th. Right. So this is the so, third of the Sundays in a calendar year yeah. where we don't gather everybody together in our space for the Sunday morning service. Mm-hmm. We gather as gospel communities or gospel communities teaming up to be together. And love that rhythm for the change of pace that it is, the rest that it is um, on the Sunday morning for our workers, but also the open door to have a different setting where we're connecting with each other. So on that, on the Memorial Day weekend, the 4th of July weekend, and the weekend between Christmas and New Year's, we gather off-site with each other in the morning on the Lord's Day for that purpose and to be inviting others into that space with us. So whether it's a brunch in the morning or catching up at a park or something together Mm -hmm. or a barbecue later in the day, we'll have opportunities to gather together in that sense on that first Sunday of July, which isn't until the 7th because of the way the calendar flows. Right. Yep. And are there going to be any different direction if they're not in a gospel community currently? Oh, I think it'd be the same way that Tim will be making sure that if you're not in a gospel community, there's a connection point for you to know, hey, I can go be here with this crew and meet some more people and flow from there. So we probably had 10 or more folks, probably more on Memorial Day who were not embedded in the life of a gospel community yet, but who were able to connect with one that day for that meal and to meet a bunch of people and spend that time together. So we'll make sure that that open door is clear, too, for that day. Awesome. Great. So I'm going to let you take it from here, the next couple ones. So one of the things we're going to do over the summer, like we try and do every summer, is travel a bit. And in the last Conversations podcast, I tried to walk through the reasons for some of that. But this year, we are scheduled to travel close. So last year, it was Kennebunk. And that was fantastic, but that was a long drive and a full day. Mm -hmm. The year before, it was Waltham, 
which was fantastic too, mm-hmm. and but is about a 35-minute drive. Yeah. So this summer we'll be traveling on two of the Sundays. You'll know the dates in plenty of time, but the 21st of July and then the 11th of August. And we'll be going five minutes south to Seven Mile Road, Malden in July, and five minutes north to Restoration Road, Wakefield in August. So we're locked in with Dan, locked in with Joey and their people. They know we're coming. They're going to serve and welcome us. We're going to get to go worship the Lord that day with them in their space, on their turf, with their people to encourage them and to be encouraged and to uh, take a break of our normal rhythms in Melrose that we might go love them in that way. And both of those churches are super close to here. So if it's doing anything to your commute, it's either making it five minutes shorter or five minutes longer, um, but not a big change of pace for the Sunday to participate with us in those. And we'll give you plenty of leeway on knowing that that's coming. Uh, At least one more time, we will be doing our unified all Seven Mile Road New England Family Sunday on the first Sunday in August in the Melrose space again. We keep thinking that at some point here we might like just straight up not fit at all, but I don't think we're (laughs) quite there yet. So we're going to be here on that day. It was close. Um, And once the kids clear out, there's a little more elbow room. So we're going to do it here. And the way that that day works is we'll have Seven Mile Melrose and Malden and Waltham and Kennebunk and whoever's connected with our Hyannis church up to that point. Jeremy and Liana have already moved down to Hyannis and are beginning to meet people and start to work toward the launch of that church maybe in a year or so. But if there is anybody there with them, they'll be coming up for that day. And we will also have on hand the missions teams that come in to serve us for a week at in the middle of the summer to be helping us with that day. So that will be a big, fun family reunion to celebrate and hear about the Spirit's gracious work in our different churches and just be together around a meal and around the gospel. So that's the first Sunday in August, and we'll also give you plenty of heads up and leeway on that, but know that that's coming also. You want to talk more about what happens when that mission, those mission teams come? Sure. All right, do that. Uh, so we have three different teams coming this year. Which three? Is more, or four? I think it's three. I think it's three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is more than what we've had in the past years. Um, I think it's going to be in the 20s of servants yeah, this gonna time. Yeah, it's going to have a lot of hands. Um, but they come and they serve our Seven Mile churches and their communities while right. they're here. So they go to Malden, and they, Lothiam. Yeah. They, the big thing they do is they help with the soccer nights. Right. Um, but they have also been coming here and helping um, our church with some big space projects that yes. we've um, been tackling. So uh, some more fun things are going to be happening this summer when they come up uh, to our space. So you'll be looking forward to that. Uh, do we want to go into specifics about some plans we've had? Or We know that if you <laughs> love to host outsiders oh, right, right, who right. are coming in to serve us and have a free bedroom or whatever, that you can be in touch with Heather about that. And I think they have some larger spaces. At least one of the teams is all going to crash at a space in Somerville. Um, But there'll still be a bunch of folks who just need somewhere to sleep for the week while they're serving the church. So if you have that kind of space and desire to do that, 
you can connect with Heather about it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and then we they make food for us while we're worshiping, and we have a massive potluck sort of yeah lunch together, shared meal, and that's always a really fun time too. So that's a big thing that we do in the summer. And the last thing on our list, is there anything else we should talk about that? No, it'll be a lot of fun as we're getting closer to that to push out details about how the church can be thanking the folks who are coming to serve in that way. Yeah. On the night that they first pull in, it's a Saturday morning that everyone arrives. So on Saturday night, we try and give them a big, awesome New England um, meal. Themed meal, yeah. Themed meal in in, uh, somebody's backyard or at the back of the church so that they just know, hey, we are so delighted that you've come to work as hard as you're going to work for the good of the mission of these churches. So let's feed you, let's laugh with you, let's get to know you. Again, that's just another opportunity for anybody at the church to say, hey, I'm free on that Saturday night. I would love to come and show hospitality to these folks and set up tables, um, greet them, help make food, food, hang out with kids who are there, and just be present as a welcoming um, presence in in the first day that they get here mm-hmm. that they just know oh man this could be awesome look yeah. at the way that we were welcomed on night one so that happens on the saturday at the start of that week and then they'll be hustling a couple of days that week at our space yeah. doing a bunch of cleaning and a couple of major projects which again 50 people working hard for two days just gets a massive amount of stuff that we could never dream of getting done on our own yeah. so that's a huge deal that we want you to be aware of Awesome. All right. Last summer thing. So last year, we were trying to figure out how to do well with, okay, what are we doing with all these babies who are born? How are we welcoming them prayerfully into the life of the church and saying, hey, we got these kids, we own these kids, and we are going to love and gospel these kids toward um, knowing and receiving the grace of the gospel for themselves. So we decided to just say, hey, the last Sunday of summer, just before the new church year kicks off, any seven-mile son or daughter that was born within that last calendar year, we are going to uh, welcome them, celebrate them, lay hands on their little heads and pray over them and receive them as a community and their parents and pledge to walk with them in this great, awesome, beautiful task of raising them in the fear and the admonition of the Lord together. So we'll be doing that again on that last Sunday of the summer. And it's just a fun way to end the summer and step into another church year together. So if you've got a brand new baby or about to deliver a brand new baby, circle August 25th as a Sunday. We would love for you to make sure you're free to be with us so that we can uh, love you and your son or daughter as a church community and welcome them in that way. All right, so that's updates, 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 updates on <laughs> calendar stuff. We just don't want any of this to be a surprise to you. Yeah. And um, we'll, our, we'll send out regular oh, yeah. notifications and updates. And right. Making sure that you're in the know. All right, and then these are not calendar updates, but pastoral updates mm-hmm. of the major stuff that our pastor team is seeking to push um through this summer or the the primary stuff that we're working on for the for the good of the church so in addition to all the regular important stuff of life and mission is seven mile road um we're focusing on these three things so one is um, a gospel communities reboot 
we met with gospel community leaders and anybody who was interested in being a part of that conversation in May took a bunch of feedback. Thank you, everybody who's helped to say, here's been my experience. Here's the insights that I have. So that's been great. We're close to finishing a new Gospel Communities Primer that just walks through questions and answers of the how, the why, the what of Gospel Communities. What do they do? What's expectations on rhythms of meeting? Who leads them? How does someone become a leader? How do I get connected to a new group? All of that stuff will be stated more clearly for everyone so that there's unity and alignment around our goals and processes for this. Um, If you're interested in talking with us about taking primary ownership over leading a gospel community in the coming year, there'll be some open doors for you to do that in the coming weeks. So be looking for that. And we're hoping that by mid-August, we are um, launching just a slew or relaunching some that exist and are doing well of gospel communities to get at our big dream of every Bostonian that Jesus gives us gets loved and gospeled really well. That's what we're going for. So be on the lookout for some information to come and then be thinking about how can I be a part of gospel communities next year? Is it as a leader? Is it as a great member? Who am I connecting with that's not in one that needs invitation into one? How can I be a part of making these super healthy ecosystems of discipleship in our church? So we're hustling on that. Uh, The second one is Student Ministry 3.0. So this will be the third year that we're giving a big effort to discipling our students. And it was a good year. And we're looking at um, what what was great, what wasn't great, how we can do an excellent job next year. Where are the pockets of kids in the life of the church? How do you love and gospel teenagers? That's somewhat new. At least we've had beautiful iterations of that in the life of our church, but not like that's a massive group that we do this with all the time. So I have some great ideas for really loving those kids really well in the next church year and are working on rolling some of that out. And then the third thing is, Um, being a little clearer with everyone on here's our best understanding and practice around baptizing younger children who are coming up to believe and believe the gospel and profess Christ in the life of our church. So every church has to figure out how do we do this? When do we do this? What are we looking for in moving a son or a daughter of the church into the waters of baptism? What does it mean? What conversations happen as we're getting closer So we have been talking with many of you about this because your kids are coming alive to the gospel, which is the coolest, best thing ever. And we want to be good shepherds and good stewards of everything that attends our church life together, including the administration of the sacraments. Man, we want to do that well. And we have this budding group of kids who have been discipled in pronounced ways in our church and are coming to talk with their parents and their pastors about baptism. So we just want to roll out, hey, here's how we want to go at this with you. So same thing, hoping to do that with clarity as we get uh, toward the end of the summer. Great. Those are my pastoral updates. Awesome. There's a bunch of other great stuff going on. Yep. Church life is wicked hard. Mm-hmm. Welcome to life in community. Thank you to everybody who just leans in and says, I'm not going to have a jerky attitude. I'm going to love my neighbor as myself. I'm going to bear with a small church as she figures some things out. 
there are a slew of people who are new to our church. That's an answer to prayer. That's the fruit of a ton of work that we've tried to do well over the last 18 months. And our hope is now to receive and love and gospel those folks well. But that takes hard work. It takes risks. Mm. It takes false starts and hedges and pressing through. Uh, There's often misunderstandings with folks who are new or starting just from a blank slate and saying, I'm going to move slow because this is brand new to me. Mm. All of that stuff is energizing to us, but we need everybody who's in this church to be committed to being warm, hospitable welcomers of the people that Jesus is giving us to. But that number is um, growing, and we're glad about that. Um, And at the bottom of this, we're just trying to walk in in the essentials that we feel Scripture calls the church to. Gospel centrality, personal holiness and humility, orthodox theology, super tight community, missional living. It's like, this is what we do. Because that's what Jesus did. That's what the apostles did. That's what the church is. And so there's a lot of good stuff happening as we give ourselves to those. Don't grow weary of being optimistic about what God can do through the meagerest and messiest of efforts of people like this. That's how he builds his church. So let's go for it together. Awesome. All right. And as always, if you have any questions, go ahead and shoot shoot me an email, Heather at shoot.org. Or respond to the emails that we send out. Yeah. That's the best way that you can stay connected is um, subscribing to our MailChimp uh, email list. So if you're not connected, do so. And that's the best way to stay in the loop. All right. We'll see you on Sunday. Ready to do our thing and to love these folks who are in from Africa with us. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah.